Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to a Champions edition of uh, Courtside Fracker. I'm joined by three shameless Laker fans. I'll, I'll start with our guest, Mina. How are you doing, Mina? Absolutely amazing. I, I can tell. And, and you've, and absolutely amazing. And you've got your, your, your background all, all, all kitted up with your dedications to uh, Kobe. And I think I can see a LeBron jersey back there as well. One LeBron jersey, yeah. I've been waiting for this moment for 10 years, so I wasn't going to let it pass. Yeah, no, we respect it. Uh, Harold, another shameless man. How are you, how you doing? Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. I've had worse days, I can tell you that, man. Hey, hey now listen, on, on a roll? On a roll? Who is that meant to be? That, that voice? Honestly, I don't even know. I just made it up that time that we did the pod together, and it just stuck. I was like, you know, screw it, I'm just going to go with it. But nah, honestly... I couldn't be greater, bro. Obviously, you see the number 23. You know who it is. Come on, man. The real 23. Yeah. yeah. Who's Not... a fake 20? Don't, don't start this. <laughs> it's, the real, it's the real 23. The real 23. Okay. Real 23. Well, we're coming out hot, yeah? Uh, before you guys continue, let me introduce Kay. Kay, how you doing, man? <laughs> well, I feel fantastic, you know. The Lakers and the greatest, you know. Feels fantastic, you know. Just champions elect and whatnot. It feels good to actually, you know, achieve actually than being announced pre-bubble champs and not actually winning anything <laughs> other than you know redacted we'll, we'll, we'll get into that we'll hall. get into that but no complaint <laughs> yeah so for you and Mina you guys are actually Lakers fans so that means you guys have Excuse had a, a 10 year well we'll get into that Harold <laughs> uh, we, you've had an actual 10 year wait since your uh, last title how how sweet does it feel Oh, I feel oh too sweet. You know, I've had a lot of haircuts in ten years, so lot, lots of lots has changed. But in ten Not years, the Lakers hadn't for the majority. <laughs> <laughs> I had the fresh retwists, but here we are now. You know, hair's long. The Lakers are now champs after a long time waiting. So you know, it, it feels good. You know, after a long ten years, we've gone through Jordan Hill, Shannon Brown, uh, Kendall Marshall, and uh, numerous bums, <laughs> numerous bums. But here we are. Lonzo Josh Hart. I won't put Brandon Ingram in that. And, oh, uh, and if you're not going to name the bums, you need to name the real bums. Your yeah, name is Shannon Brown. He, he won a ring with us. You can't yeah. be naming him. Allow Shannon, man. Shannon's he won a ring, ring but... He was a video vixen for Monica, but still allow him. <laughs> this is it. This is it. He's barely 30 and he's in music videos now, so he's, he's in the list. Throw him, throw him in with the rest of them, yeah? I mean, Robert Sacre, he's another one. Mm, mm, mm. Lot, of, lot of heart, though. Lot of hustle. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. This title is for all, all of them, man. All, all the years you guys suffered, man. Um, yeah, me, those, those hard years we went through, man. It was tough. You <laughs> <laughs> were tough, man. You weren't outside. You, were, you really weren't outside, man. Um, <laughs> Amina, uh, what does it mean to you? It's been a long time, and obviously you, you've got the Kobe jerseys in the background, so uh, we can't help but think of, of Kobe at a time like this. So, so winning this title, what does it mean to you? I'm not going to lie, it's, it's bittersweet. It's bittersweet to win it in the year that Kobe died. I think he died in January. So to win, win the championship this year is, is a nice achievement. It's a nice way to, I guess, send him off, if, if you want to put it like that. Like you lot said, it's been a long 10 years. It's been a long 10 years as a Lakers fan. And aside from Lakers, I support United. So it's been a long time. For wow. both my teams. So do I. So do I. So it's I been a long, it's relate. been a struggle. It's been a struggle. You know, forget even Robert Sacre, the Kendall Marshalls and supporting Luol Deng just because he was from South London. <laughs> um, we went through the Jordan Hills and the oh, Jody Meeks and the Nick Young shooting a three and walking away and missing. It's been a struggle. <laughs> Legendary. Even, even, even the name sound trash, man. Not <laughs> yeah. the actual play on the court. Um, and for you, Harold, obviously, you're a Brom fan, which means you're not new to this. You're true to this, to winning. Um, but obviously, you, you know the context of him having done it with the Lakers. You've made us all very aware of the doubters that he's had all season, etc., etc. So, So how does this title feel for you? How does this one stack up to, to all the others? I think there is some stock in that people saying that this is the easiest run to the title that he's had. But hey, I mean... We've had some difficult runs for titles in the past, so boy, I feel like this was this was needed after after our our after our six losses. But it's okay, it's okay though. We we're getting there. Um, I think in terms of so what's that four four six mafia now, yeah, yeah? four six mafia now, yeah, yeah. We're out of here. <laughs> I think um in terms of what well, does for his legacy, I think it's an interesting one because he's now the first player to win uh three different finals MVPs with three different teams. Um, obviously, I think if you guys remember at the start of the eighteen nineteen season when he actually joined the Lakers, and people kept putting out uh, these murals for him, and it kept it kept being um, ruined. I've, there's there's been talks like it was it was actually Skip Bayless who was behind behind those. Behind those <laughs> <laughs> the, the Skip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I wouldn't be that surprised, but it's just good. It's good to see that he's actually living up to his name and actually like fulfilling his promise they gave to the Laker nation to us the Laker fans out here oh, yeah. um yeah it's, it's, <laughs> it's yeah man it's what what can I say we're out here man all, all we do is win unless we lose <clears throat> cool so um <laughs> let's actually get into the game so it was a 106 oh, to 93 uh win over the Miami Heat I, I think I remember in Sun, on Sunday's podcast, I was like, either you're going to blow them out or it's going to be a, a, a close win. And yeah, you're pretty comfortable the whole way through. Yeah, we- uh, LeBron, 28, 14, and 10. Um, AD, 19, 15, and 3. Uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope chipped in with 17. Rondo had a big game, got 19. Danny Green made a few frees to make up for his transgressions from game five. Um Going into game six, oh right, my head's gone. Going into game six, how nervous were you guys after after what happened in game five? Or for you guys, was it kind of like, listen, it, Thunder isn't going to strike uh, twice? Listen, our followers have heard already. I had my fresh retwist for that last game. My hair was tight. I had a headache. And we ended up losing that game. 
So I already came into this game thinking if we lose this one, I'm never coming back on this pod again. So automatically, I was already stressed. But as soon as I saw us running the floor and the pace we were moving with, I was at peace. And then honestly, we beat them like they stole something. And <laughs> that, that scoreline that score doesn't really give us justice because that's only a 13-point scoreline. At one point, we were up 30. And then LeBron was just catting for that triple-double. So we stayed in to the very end. So, yeah, I was a very nervous man until maybe five minutes in. And then I kind of like sat down and said, it's our time. Absolutely flogged them in the first <laughs> half. Um, Mina, uh, for you watching, obviously, uh, in game five, uh, Jimmy went toe-to-toe with LeBron. Um, and it seemed like that was all he had left, and he had he had nothing left for um, game six. How satisfying was it watching your foes uh, fall, fall to the sword? And it wasn't even a tense match; it was pretty much just a feet up, you know, just waiting for the final buzzer to go. How was it? You know what? I would have I would have preferred the basketball fan in me would have preferred a, a tighter game, but for me, it wasn't the offense that impressed me for me it was the defense when I saw in the first quarter that Lakers were not fucking about sorry excuse my language no 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 that's, that's, that's allowed on you. okay <laughs> Lakers were not fucking about when yeah. it came to defense in in the first quarter that's when I knew all right that they're, they're going for, for the championship tonight I think Jimmy Butler he gave everything and more in game five and he just genuinely had nothing left in the in the tank they brought in um Goran Dragic and he just looked like he was not in in sync with everything that was no, going on. I don't it's think it's he should have like, His leg still broke, man. That was yeah, not so why are you going to come off a leg? It's the desperation. That was desperation. When, when, when they saw that they were down by so much, why would they bring him in? They should have left him to sit out. I think Bum Adebayo, that everybody was hyping up. Bum Adebayo. That everybody was hyping up. Wow, Bum Adebayo. Wow, wow. The, the Nigerian in me takes that personally. I yeah, likewise. I can't lie to you, me. That hurts too. <laughs> does it? Because I won over here. <laughs> hey, no skin off my back. We'll dap up after my Niger boy, you know. But for now, <laughs> sorry, you're in the way, bro. He struggled with AD at the five. He, they really struggled. So I think that was the best takeaway for me. Even though winning the championship was the best takeaway, but also the fact that they saved playing AD at five. And AD hates playing at five. Anyone that knows that, that follows him knows that he hates playing at centre. So they put him at centre in game six, and he did what he had to do. So for me, his performance was a lot more, I will guess, what's the word? I preferred his performance a lot more than LeBron. LeBron was out there for the triple-double. He was there for, let me get my assists, let me get my rebounds. But AD, what he did does not show on the scoreboard. It doesn't show in his numbers. And I think that's what I enjoyed the most in game six. I agree, I agree. I mean, he he came into this with a lot of question marks over where he kind of ranked in terms of best players in the league. Uh, He started poorly against uh, Portland, which Kay has reminded us multiple times across the weeks. Um, but I think after that, he, he had stellar series against Portland, against Houston, against Denver, against the Heat as well. And like you say, Mina, on the defensive end, uh, especially was it game three or game four where he was uh, um, on Jimmy. I think it was game four. Game four. Where he, he, he gave Jimmy nightmares. And I watched that game live. That was the one game I watched live. And the way he was able to just completely disrupt their whole offense. Um, yeah. Uh, finals MVP always tends to go to the highest scorer, but yeah, uh, um, AD was fantastic this series. And you're right, he doesn't like playing the centre, so for him to, to do that in game six just to shore things up for, for the chip was nice to see. Um, Harold, <clears throat> four finals MVPs, <laughs> four titles. Hello, 
LeBron, Ramon, right? LeBron, Ramon, James, I believe his middle name is off the top of my head. Is that, is that his middle name? I actually don't know that. That's I, I, believe, I believe so. Um, oh, okay. Off the top of my head, uh, it's not the kind of information I keep to memory. Um, but yeah, Le- LeBron, Ramon, James. Um, that's your guy. Ob- obviously, he's done it now. Let's, let's talk legacy because um, it's invariably going to come up. Um, yeah, let's, let's talk legacy. Um, he, he's, he's compared to, to another bold man. Uh, another man that wears number 23, uh, Michael Jordan. Um, where do you think this win puts him in terms of that conversation? Obviously, you have to look at the wider context of the bubble. Uh, for observers, they've very much been like, uh, the bubble's kind of the title's got an asterisk on it. But the players who, who've been in there, the coaches who've been in there have said the opposite. In fact, it's, it's been tougher. Uh, the staying in isolation for three months, not having any interaction with your, your family and stuff has made it very difficult. But considering that, and obviously fourth title, fourth MVP, third franchise, he's done it with. Um, what do you think this does for his legacy? Um, okay, wait, before I talk about the bonus, I wanted to just, I want to make a comment on the game itself. Uh, playoff Rondo, man, the guy's the guy, the guy's ridiculous. I have to say, he just he looked like he looked like um, Jamal Murray in the, in this bubble when he was going to the rim against against the. Uh, Against the Heat. I was with you for a sec. I was with you for a sec, but... Mate, he was looking ridiculous. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, went, you went a little bit... <laughs> I was with you for a sec. And no, then you just no, went that way. No, on a real, I think, I think he, he's like... Because I remember speaking on him in the very first pod. Um, and just his impact. And I was... And I was... I, I forgot of the kind of player he performs... Um, the kind of player he transforms into, into, into in, in the playoffs. And he reminded me. I was like, oh, he's out with his hand injury. He got another injury. I can't remember what it was. I think it was his lower back. And he set him out for a little longer. He came through in all these series. And he's, and he's been... He's really helped to be the difference. So, shout out. Shout out, Rondo. But to answer what you said about LeBron. So, I think as far as uh, legacy goes, as far as like, the best ever goes, I think people who are sober-minded who actually rate LeBron and don't just go off this awful stigma that's around him of, oh, he's failed so many times, so he can never be the best. I think for those people who genuinely have respect for LeBron, but still have MJ as their, as their GOAT, I don't think it's moved it. I don't think it's moved it too far. But for, the, but for the people, I think, who... But for those same people, they are definitely like, okay, if it's MJ1, it's, it's LeBron 2. I think that's I think that's where it is in that regard, and you can't dispute that because I think before this chip, a lot of people were disputing whether he was better than Kobe, whether he's better than Magic, whether he's better than Kareem. I don't know. Yeah, Kareem. Like yeah, exactly. So like Kareem is disrespected, man. Kareem is disrespected. Kareem. People need to respect him. Start respecting him. Yeah, he's I, arguably number two. I, I don't. I, I agree. Yeah, that's number two. Yeah, I think that I think between him, MJ, and LeBron is kind of the argument for who who your greatest is. To be to be yeah. fair, and I think obviously because those two are kind of wing players, and, and their game will be a bit more aesthetically pleasing in comparison to a seven foot uh, Kareem. You can see why he gets forgotten, but his accolades and his achievements stack up against anybody who's ever played the game, really. So I'll come to you, uh, Kay and Mina, for that. As Kareem is a Lakers legend. Uh, I can I can understand why Harold forgot him. Um, he's only been with a franchise. <laughs> he's only been with a franchise for a couple of seasons. I don't so care about all of that, Ram. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's let's talk about the king here. Yeah. Mama's oh. talking about a guy who was who was out here doing hook shots. Forget what's all that about. Yeah, yeah. Listen, have Harold, some respect. It. Have some respect for heritage. Nah, Harold. no man. Nah. See, see, Mariah, you know what? A wise man once told me. He got. He even goes by the name of Mariah as well. He said to me, <laughs> "See the thing about the old days." 
They the old days. That's <laughs> you know what? Sounds yeah. like something I, I might it. say, yeah. I hear it, because me personally, I'm all about the drip. That's why I love me some Westbrook, and I can't really stand a guy that was playing with them goggles on and them short shorts. So it's understandable. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, yeah, his CV is unapparelled. So if someone says he's number two, to the older heads, I'm not really that mad. But in my generation, anyway, I'll say LeBron is too. But yeah, Kareem, CV, what's that? Five titles, two finals MVPs, uh, six MVPs. Uh, That's even, hold on, let me, let me reel it off for you. So Who, Kareem? Six, yeah, yeah, six titles. Six, six titles, six, six MVPs. I think he's got the scoring MVPs. record. Four finals MVPs, 19 All-Stars, 10 times um, All-NBA first team, five times All-Defensive first team. Five times second team, six times defensive second team, rookie of the year, two times scoring champion, uh, one year was rebounding champion, four times NBA blocks leader, his number 33 retired by the box and retired by the Lakers. Uh, and just on Three top of that, he's, yeah, he's, he's, yeah he's, he's the greatest college player of, of all time. Um, yeah. So and, and, yeah. and imagine all of that, and he's still not better than Bron. Scary man. <laughs> shameless. Is, I didn't know I came onto the shameless podcast. Yeah, yeah. Harold is shameless. <laughs> um, I apologize for his, his transgressions, Laker, Laker faithful. If you're tuning in today, but yeah, some of us can be a bit eccentric in our fandom of LeBron. But mm. yeah, Kareem is arguably one of the, arguably one of the greatest Lakers ever, one of the greatest players ever. And like you said, like. No one's really trying to see hook shots and post moves, man. They want to see the sexy stuff. They want to see crossovers and dunks and all the stuff that comes sweet with making jump shots. But, yeah, we can't really knock Kareem. So, for me, I'd say it's LeBron. But if someone told me, yeah, Kareem, and they're obviously knowledgeable to know and see him, I'm not mad at that. Uh, how about how about you, Mina? Where, where does this title put LeBron in your kind of all-time, all-time rankings? I think... <laughs> all right, let me say this first. I'm, I've always been a Lakers fan first, player fan second. Yeah, 2010 me would have been confused if I was rooting for LeBron and Rondo on my team. Would have been so, what, you're, so, you're, so you're definitely somebody if you lived in LA. You're you're, you're painting the murals with. Paint. I would. I probably would have painted <laughs> those murals over when he joined, because I was a very anti-LeBron person for pretty much most of his career until he joined the Lakers. Now with the um, whole before you before you talk about his legacy, can you explain why? I, I never get why fans of a sport. Don't like a player who's you know what? so much to the sport. I liked him. I liked him in terms of his ability. But I hated the way that he came and individually dominated the league from when he joined. And at that time, Kobe was in his peak. Kobe was in his prime. And he was getting passed up for MVPs all the time. He kept getting passed up for MVPs because from when LeBron joined, you can say that he ran the league from 2003. There's no argument in that. And for me, it's like, why, why Wait, do you join? Mina, him? Mina so, sorry, I, I didn't hear that. What, what, what year did you say? What year? When, sorry? <laughs> All right, 17 years ago. We get it. Wow, we get it. 17 <laughs> years. He's been, he's been running the league. Okay, he's been okay. running the league. And as, as a big, I was a huge Kobe fan, and I really hated it. People started comparing him to Kobe. Like, he was only in the league for three, four, five years. People were saying, oh, he's better than Kobe already. So that was why I didn't like him. Once he went to Cleveland, I started to enjoy him more. I enjoyed his time at, at Miami. I'm not going to lie, but I enjoyed it more when he went to, to Cleveland and he kept his word when he said, I'm going to bring a championship to Cleveland. And that's why when he joined the Lakers and he said, I'm going to bring a championship back to LA, I had no doubt he was going to do it. There was no doubt in my mind. I had doubts. Because I knew... He, he, the, man, the man delivers. So obviously yeah, he's, he's a man of his word. He's mm. a man Mina's of his word. relationship was hated him at the first Cavs stint. Didn't mind him at Miami. Then when he came back to the Cavs and he, he beat the Warriors, who I'm pretty sure you didn't like either, then he was like, yeah, I, I can rock with you still. 
it's, it's like most females relationship with men when they're with another girl they hate him but then when when he's there they love him she showed integrity on the shameless going back to what you said about chips having that asterisk this year yeah if mm. we're being really shameless we can do this every year you know let's Agreed. go let's Agreed. go like 2015 you know you got Della Dover giving curry nightmares because there's no curry or love. 2016, you've got... Didn't he, make, didn't he make 40 million off that series? I'm, I'm telling you. So you and then you've got 2016, Draymond starts nut-kicking and all of a sudden the series changes. 2017, they cry for KD. Cool. 2018, repeat. 2019, KD goes down, Clay goes down. There's an asterisk on all these championships. It don't matter. Winners win, Yeah. I agree. The excuses later. I agree. So for, for you, Mina, just to come back to you, in terms of his legacy, what does this title do? In I don't think he does. I don't think it does anything because as far as I'm concerned, when you look at people's legacies and you look at, you know, how many championships they've won, their individual accolades, most people will go off rings. And when you've got a four to six ratio, I don't think it's ever going to look good. I don't think so. Until his is six to six, six wins six losses then maybe they can start saying yeah he's the he's the greatest of all time because it's sad because the reason why he's got those six losses in a final it was out of his hands it was early in his career with okay, okay, so i, 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 I feel want, bad I for it, saying I want, that i want you I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up so let, let's let's go beyond the surface and let's talk about his finals record in detail yeah cool so 2007 young yeah, lebron Takes an absolutely poor uh, Cavalier squad to the final against the Spurs. He doesn't play well. They get swept. Cool. Um, 2011. I think this one... That's on his head. I think that's the only one, when you look at him, you can really be like, ooh, Bron, what happened there? But he actually... I remember, and that's probably... And he said it like in hindsight. That first year in Miami was the only year he like played angry. Because remember, everybody turned... He was like the darling. Everybody loved LeBron. And when he did, I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Everybody turned on them. Then not four, not five, not six. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, they became like public enemy number one. Everybody wanted them to lose. And I think that kind of overwhelmed him in the finals. And it almost was like he was shook. He was like literally shook. I still remember if it was game three or game four, I think Dirk, because you know, like Dirk would have these stretches in those games where they just couldn't stop him. Yeah. I think he was going on one of those stretches and D-Wade like went to him and slapped his chest like, bro, like, what are you doing? Like, you're not being LeBron, man. Yeah. And nothing. You got nothing. So I think... No, no though. Yeah. Right, sorry, just on that series, it was interesting because I did a little bit of uh, research on that series and if I think it was a telling time in this LeBron's career as a whole. I think that was the same season where he made a joke about, was it Dirk's illness or something like that? And he went from there and that was, he, and it was really like below the belt. He made some really like immature. Well, in that comments. series, I think there was a particular, before one game, he was like unwell all night or something. And they were yeah, talking and, about and, it. And, and, and he said something untoward. I can't remember exactly when it was, but it was a very defining moment in his career, I felt, essentially. And that was, and that, that was even before um, Savannah. And like, you could tell that like, he had some growing up to do. I feel like, I feel like that loss was good for him just as a person, just in short. But yeah, anyway, you, you go on as you were saying. Yeah, it's his fault that loss, I can't lie. Cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If LeBron played just to LeBron level, they win it. Yeah. I think he averaged like 17 points a game, which is yeah. ridiculous for he's LeBron. He's as well by the end yeah. if he's saying, I'm going to wake up LeBron James, I'm basically better than you all. 
So I remember that. <laughs> he, he said like, it. Yeah, I love that speech. LeBron James. Exactly. He, he, was, he was basically like, he's basically like, I'm still rich. You're still poor. He's so, so close <laughs> to actually saying it though. He yeah, took everything really, really in close. him to be like, you lot are broke. Like I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm gonna wake up LeBron James. I'm good. You guys are still gonna wake up with the same lives you had today. <laughs> like, I'm, you lot, I'm basically you lot aren't. So you can keep talking about me, but so I'll be back next year. But so I, think, I, I respected it when he went below the belt there. And obviously, like you said, most things he probably couldn't rectify bar that one. And mm. obviously, the one that spurred, okay, cool, next one. Yeah, so 2012, um, that was OKC. That was a young OKC squad, uh, dealt with them handily. But that should have an asterisk, then. If the bubble would have an asterisk, then that season should have an asterisk because they started it in when, December. Yeah. Yeah. They started it in December. 56 game season. That should have yeah. an asterisk. Because of the lockout. But it won't. But like, like, like Kay said, all of these seasons could have an asterisk for one reason or another. So he beats OKC in 2012. 2013, they pull it out against the Spurs somehow, some way. Um, yeah. And then 2014, the Spurs, I, the Spurs won such a mission. I knew they were winning it that year because the way they lost it, you could tell that just drove them. And then they just, that was their last push. And then after they were done. So then they lost it in 2014. Then 2015, Golden State with no Kyrie and no um, Kevin Love. Then 2016, he wins it uh, against the odds again. Come from 3-1 down, probably most historic achievement in basketball. Uh, 2017, they add KD, nothing he can do about it. 2018, KD again, nothing he can do about it. 2019, injured, and then he's won it again in 2020. So when you look at those six losses, Mina, apart from the one in 2011, um, how many of those are you really looking at LeBron and saying you did not do enough? You, you did not do enough. I think, how well could he have played against Golden State? 2015, 17 and 18, he was amazing from an individual, an individual standpoint. And the way we trumpet Jimmy Butler for the effort he put in and nobody's looking at Jimmy Butler and being like, oh, well, you lost against a better team. He's actually, his reputation has grown as a result. Maybe it's part of LeBron being LeBron and the standards he's held to. Why isn't it the same energy? That's what I want to know. Oh, levels, Jimmy's not it's the levels. same level of guy. If we're being it's, very it's honest levels. with ourselves, yeah, as shameless as I am, yeah, they're not the same level of guy. It's levels, like, yeah. Jimmy's yeah, had they're not. two situations where he's been in Philly, been in Mini, and he's both been, been un- surrounded by unserious candidates, as are some of my Nigerian parents would say. He's surrounded by them. So he's been there and been the cancer or the bad guy in the locker room, when in reality, all he wanted to do was win and be surrounded with the right guys. He even said on like JJ Reddy's podcast, after meeting with Brett Brown at the Philly, he was like, yeah, these are ain't got, got a clue what's going on, so i got to get out. And Miami, and the heat culture, which Bron actually left for in the first place to try and win under Pat Riley and Spo, is the same reason that Jimmy ended up at the heat as well. So his reputation is obviously very different, and he's always been the hard-nosed grinder, last pick in the draft. So his, his reputation could only go up. It was never going to go down, because one, he was unmatched, overmatched, sorry. And two, after he did everything that he could, everyone's like, oh, wow, you can actually do more than we thought regardless. So, yeah, he was never going to go down. So, the energy was never going to be the same, for being honest. And Bron also showers a lot more. So, there's also that. Okay, he's back. So, 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 when, so when we look at that and you, you give it that context, Mina, um, does that kind of change how you look at his six losses? Or for you, is it like, my man's got six losses, I don't care? No, I don't. Because I, I don't think, I think a few of them is, is justifiable, is self-explanatory. But I think even in the sense of how he won his first two rings by leaving... Cleveland, which he he could have, I think he could have stayed, if he had stayed and I guess 
built the Cleveland that he did that he came back to rebuild it, of course in 2014 15 times I think the argument might have been a bit a bit different but I think the LeBron James that we would have had now would have been completely different so it, it kind of changes my perspective but I won't let anyone disrespect me. He would be one in nine if he was still like that. I don't, I don't let anyone... I don't let, I'm not going to let anyone disrespect me. Listen, I'm all for like staying and building your team that you're from. But, but it's not a well-run organisation. Listen, it, no, it, no, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. So, I, so that's why I said that I understand why he left and it kind yeah. of gave us the LeBron that we know now. The LeBron that we know now or the LeBron that we've been knowing wouldn't have been the same if he stayed in Cleveland. Um, but one thing that I won't let is... For me, the only way that I can continue to run my Kobe is better than LeBron agenda is that Kobe's got more rings than him. I see. He beats Kobe in every other aspect. Okay, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. He beats Kobe in every other aspect when it comes to <laughs> let, 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 Let's talk on this. Let's so the only way that I can continue to run this agenda yeah. is by saying, oh, he needs to ring, win five or six rings. He needs to win but five or six rings. that's the case, then, that means MJ's not even the best. What's going on? Let's talk on this, though, because... What I will say is, every season, you don't win a title. It's a season you fail, yeah? Yeah. So, where's his credit? Where's his credit? Yeah. Okay, if you say you're on a championship caliber squad, every season you don't win a title is a season you failed, yeah? Nah. Where's his credit for getting to the finals 10 times? So, yes, are we going to credit for... people for losing? Is that you what, know what it is? Yeah. Right? It's probably, honest, probably for carrying a poor team to the... Like, you're being very to honest. Lose. If we break it down to the core of what it is, yeah, there's 30 teams in the NBA and one ring. 99% of them are losing regardless. But we don't call them losers because there's only one ring out of 30 teams. That's the first thing, yeah? And secondly, it's not like there's football there's loads of other chips and whatever. You get like 60 win teams that aren't getting anywhere and not winning anything. Well, we won't call them <clears> losers <throat> because they ain't got a ring. So I think it just comes down from like the media narrative that has been created. Like, oh, if you're not, if you don't get a ring, you're a, you're a loser. But if we look around the league, there's loads of top ten players who've had fifty win seasons, great individual seasons, great team seasons. Come to the playoffs, and then was like, oh yeah, it doesn't matter though. But come on, people talk about to people talk about oh great power forwards or just great big men, and Charles Barkley always comes up. But then people always say, oh he ain't won, won a ring, so that's their own fault. Okay, okay, wait, but wait, wait, wait. The standard though, it's America. America is win or nothing. Or why are we, why are we they call themselves world champions win. and they only play themselves, though. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to logic, I'm not listening to these, man. No, they no, only wait. play themselves. No one's rewarding people who don't win, yeah, because on, on, um, on TNT, on, on ESPN, yeah, Boy, the way Chuck gets ruined by Shaq on a daily basis is not any sort of, like, accolades but there who, whatsoever. Who created, However, that, who created that narrative, though? Who well, created it? That narrative, like if you, oh, if you don't win the ring, you're a loser. It's the people that won the rings. <laughs> nah, it wasn't them because it came from somewhere. It's, it's, it's been, it's been there forever, though. It was, it was MJ had that same pressure. And now the social media errors now come is now multiplied by ten. People what? think Charles Barkley's a bum because he's always joking with Shaq. Like, he wasn't. Yeah, he's, 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 he 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 don't get the respect he deserves. Like yeah, you probably I want to know why. Mina, look. So okay, so who's your goat, Mina? Who's my goat? It's between it's between MJ and Kareem. Why isn't it between uh, MJ and... Or why isn't it between MJ, Kareem and Bill Russell? Because Bill Russell was shooting hoops when it was black and white on television. So? That's why. No, you what? what do you mean? No, listen, number, one, number two. Number two. Uh, for, me, black and white Kareem, for me, Kareem is not my GOAT just because of his rings. 
It's because of his individual accolades as well. Oh, okay, okay, so okay, wait, okay, wait. So for Kareem, Kareem is individual, no, but, but for Kobe's rings. For me, for Kobe, it's rings and individual accolades. It's just that Kobe, the only thing he's got on LeBron, let me let me break it down to you. The only thing that Kobe has on LeBron is the rings. Because in individual you know Bill accolades, MVP, right? LeBron beats him. Okay. In, in, individual, in individual accolades, LeBron beats him. Which is why I said I hated LeBron because when he joined the league, he was running it consistently whilst Kobe was in his peak. Meaning he was yeah. taking all the individual accolades that Kobe was meant to sweep up during his prime. But he yeah, didn't. But how can you say a player is better so than I'm saying, because he has one so now I'm saying, right now I'm saying I can continue running my agenda. Keyword, agenda. I respect okay. that. Me being very Because I'm a shameless Kobe fan. Yeah, I'm, she's been very honest. From a shameless LeBron fan to a shameless Kobe fan, I get it. Look, I understand. But I have to ask you. The battle understands. honestly believe is better? Who do I think? You know what? I think... The agenda. Stick to it. Don't, don't, my agenda, I will always say Kobe. Don't fold. It's just, it's just but, my agenda. I, mean, I always say Kobe. Not your heart feels. Not your head. Not your head. Not your head. Not your heart. Your head. And I feel like in... They, they were better in different aspects, but I'm always going to say Kobe. Oh you can hold it one my head and oh I'm going to say Kobe. <laughs> okay, say that. Just, just a quick one, yeah, because if we're using that thing of rings and stuff, like that individual accolades, just a quick reminder, like even though Burrosa was playing against Milkmen and Butchers and whatnot, allegedly, he still got five MVPs and not many men have five MVPs in this league of basketball, if we're being very honest. And he used to lock up Will, who's arguably seen as a top five, top ten player all the time. So Did, that's, did, that, did that era of basketball even happen? I mean, it happened, it, no, but did it actually we, happen? We need to be stop so stop being so quick to disrespect the legends because the game. Okay, okay look, you know, you know what? I have, I, I have someone else. How about how about Robert Horry? He was playing like I don't know. Oh, get out of here, Harold, man! No, 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 no! He's all about rings. He's his Lakers stuff. No, he's all about rings. It's all about rings. Triggered that I said that I'll take Kobe because of rings. No, I'm not even triggered. I'm not triggered. I'm just trying to. You're trying to triggered still. You are. Okay, okay, okay. You know what? You know what? I take, I take it back. I take it. Back, guys, my, my, my head is hot still, but anyway, so <laughs> don't give me one oh, rule. Bino, fantastic what, work. What's frustrating is there's one rule for, for Bron and one rule for everyone else. And when it okay, but even when it comes to the greats, so Kobe, MJ, whatever, it's another rule for them. Oh, oh, yeah, because because uh, because MJ didn't lose in the finals, those the first six years of his whole resume is completely wiped away. Wag one, like I just it completely baffles me. Okay. But the fact let's, that let's, LeBron let's, lost let's, against Mavs, it's like it's a big deal. Let's talk about MJ. Yeah, if you're talking about resumes, yeah, you're never gonna win the battle with Michael you're Jordan. Not. You're just yeah. not. His yeah. resume yeah. is like unimpeachable. Like if you're talking oh, strictly honestly. from, if you're talking strictly resumes, you're not gonna beat Michael Jordan. The thing is, and I'm very cognizant to the fact LeBron could be a better, or maybe is a better singular individual player than Michael Jordan at the game of basketball. Correct. But he could be. Maybe. No, 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 no. He is. Maybe. You could discuss it. I mean, we can discuss it. We've got the six-time champion call, six-time finals MVP. Yeah, no, those are those are accolades. No, no, you know no one's ever going to beat the 10-time scoring champion thing. Yeah, in terms of it, that's what I'm saying. In terms of it, it's so diverse. And I remember there was a stretch in where MJ was playing point guard and was averaging a triple-double as well. Like, he didn't have to do it. But he could clearly do it. But he decided to work within the triangle, obviously because he had Phil Jackson, no fault of his own, and no one's wiping off them. That's another year. thing. I mean, but he the, had, no, 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 had a no, full-time no, no, coach the, as in well. The way he won, he's also won Defensive Player of the Year. The LeBron's, way won. won. LeBron's won titles with what a sophomore. The way, LeBron is my guy, and this is a shameless Lakers pod. But LeBron's also chosen his own team for the last ten years as well. For being honest, 
And every year, I remember we got we got an effing squad now. Remember that time? Because I do. <laughs> with hey, look, 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 look. When you're playing with man like well, like Nance, when you're playing with when you're playing with man like chose uh, that squad, though. he chose it. We'll forget and he chose it. I mean, oh, he was campaigning no. for hard. I would have loved to see LeBron playing with the Sacre and the Jody Meeks and the bums that we had. He did do that. He came to LA and built his team. Every championship so he that, team he that he's been on, he's built his team. When he first got to Cleveland, he was playing with. When he first got to Cleveland, yeah, but I'm saying every time he's won a championship, he's had a hand in building I, the. Team. Yeah, charge that to the game. That's the game. I, I, I got no issue with that. I think I think we we can go around the houses on on Bron, whatever. Top two, top three, top five, whatever. I want to shout out to to AD uh, because because this because this is someone that morale didn't really have as as his top five when, when we were getting into the bubble. But I wanted to ask: has that has that changed? What did I what did I say exactly? You since well, you're gonna quote me, you've been quoting me hella, you have me hella, hella Mariah quotes oh. today. What did I say? Because <laughs> 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 look, you said, I can't listen, listen, bro. I you know what? You know what? He had he had a stink of a game one against Portland this year, and Mariah came out. He's like, Oh, did you see you see AD? And he's like, Oh, yeah, what do you guys think about because Mariah always does this thing, yeah, where he asks a question, yeah, but he wants people to agree with him. So he asks a question. I really don't. I yeah, don't. you do. Yes, you do. You ask a question, you're like, What do you guys think about AD? And yeah, then someone yeah. will apply, yeah, and then they'll be, and they'll be like, Oh, no, I don't really have him as like my top big man or whatever. And you and you and you were like, Oh, yeah, to be honest, he's not even in my top five, like, he, he never was, honestly. So that's why I went, came to you. And I'm yeah, like, okay, I, I think I think um, when we were having that conversation, it was very difficult to put him into the, into the top five. He had the ability and the skill set, but as we know, you have to be able to back it up with the hardware and the performances. So he came from a uh, average Pelican squad. I think maybe average is even being or, generous. Yeah. He came from he came from a poor Pelican squad, which wasn't necessarily the best place for him to show those abilities. I think he had one classic playoff series. Who was it? They beat? Yeah. Was it Portland? Yeah. They beat Portland. Uh, but other than that, he really hadn't achieved very much in the league. This was now his kind of opportunity to solidify. Because, you know, it, in the NBA, regular season, that's absolutely fine. It's in the playoffs that you make your reputation. And you can see after this kind of playoff run, Yanis has come out of everybody's top five now, despite the fact he's a back-to-back MVP defensive player of the year. You've got Jimmy Butler's now in people's top tens, where he was probably in the 15 to 20 range. Ooh, so. isn't it? You you have to justify it on the court, and then when yeah, you justify agreed. the court, agreed, agreed. people, people can't fluid. people can't say anything else about you. So I think AD's done that now. He's got the hardware. He's played elite at both ends. He's won a chip. We move. We move. That was so. the one thing stopping him. Like facts, when people were saying Yanis was better, but it comes down to the accolades. Like Yanis is arguably performing more with less than maybe AD was, even though Cool is in the Western East. He can make a case for situations and stuff. Everyone knows. When it comes to basketball, especially people's opinions change of you with a ring, and it really shouldn't. Because I made one of my friends made this point to me the other day. Like Dwight Howard's a certified Hall of Famer, like That's, first ballot. Let's talk about first Dwight. Ballot. Yeah, let's let's talk let's about get, Dwight. I'm, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna, start, I'm gonna kick off on Dwight. So before we get into the, how he played this season, even <laughs> yeah, though he me, but we said let's talk about Dwight. Mina, did you screw your face there, or? <laughs> 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 no, no, I got. I had a love it. I had a let love me rap. Let me rap. Let me rap. We'll talk so about it. We'll talk about let it. Let me rap. Let me rap. So let's obviously let me rap a little bit. Took it all the way back to his first time at LA. Hindsight's wonderful, but everyone knew it was clearly unfit and it wasn't really going to work the way he was with Kobe at first, blah, blah, blah. And obviously, obviously everyone saw him back for what he was the year after he left. So clearly that's an anomaly. I may be a bit in the wrong mental headspace, of course. He's bounced around a bit. He's come back on a non-guaranteed now and he's kind of just said, cool, I'm a vet now. Whatever, I'm going to do my job. But the way rings change people's opinions about stuff, you've got Dwight Howard, who's a 
how many times Spencer Player of the Year? Three times, is it? Yeah, three times yep. Spencer Player of the Year. Insane CV. He's easily a first ball Hall of Famer. But people are talking, because of social media, whatever, they're talking about him like he's a bum. And all of, all of a sudden, he's got this ring. Everyone's like, Dwight Howard, certified Hall of Famer, blah, blah, blah. When it was already cemented whether he got that ring or not. It wasn't a conversation before it wasn't the a ring. conversation, but he's got that ring now. Everyone's like, oh my God, yeah, Dwight Howard's this, he's that. You come and, back to Americans and their obsession with winning. Winning defines yeah. everything. Winning, winning covers all the cracks. Man. But like I said, they call themselves world champions and they're only playing themselves. So that, that's between them and themselves. Yeah, it is funny, isn't it? They, they say that. They're like, oh, yeah, the best player in the world. Be like, okay. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, fair play to Dwight, like, of course. Like, he's at a different stage in his career now. And he filled in his role admirably because he was getting a reputation as a bit of a joker and not very, unse- and not very serious in different situations. Had a bit of a, re- a renaissance period at Charlotte for a bit. But then that didn't last a while. Went to Washington, played well, whatever. And now ended up back with us. Like, I'm happy he's for him. Got well. ring, and people are obviously actually giving him some respect because no one, obviously, I keep saying social media, but people have forgotten exactly what Dwight was. Dwight was the one that kicked LeBron out of the playoffs in the first 2009, game. yeah, when it was thought we are going to get that Kobe Dwight versus LeBron Everyone final, thought yeah. LeBron. And Dwight was like, yeah, maybe not. So, you know what, yeah? I'm happy he's got his ring. He's got the respect he finally, or he should, he should have had in the first place. But it just shows, like, yeah, winning changes people's thoughts. Like with AD, the same thing with um, Dwight as well. Sure, do you know what it is? I think, I think it's, it's, it's a timing thing. When I think it's just that we shouldn't under, underestimate the, the, the effect social media has on us. When he was playing well, social media wasn't popping like that. It wasn't, I mean, perhaps it was on our, on our parents' Facebooks, but I mean, yeah, may, yeah definitely, definitely not on the, on the Twitter feed. I didn't think it was invented these times. He comes back now and people forget like what, what he did and how he earned those three times uh, defensive players, uh, defensive um, player of the years. He was, I think he was, I think he's five-time first NBA as well, eight-time. I got, I got, I got eight, the accolades right here. Eight-time All-Star. Like it's not just his accolades though, because even if you watch like the playoffs, what he he was doing the small things. He was getting people in foul trouble, which yeah, yeah. put Miami in a, in a sticky situation. But you know what? I think the reason why people have I don't know somewhat forgotten is because of he's it's the way he plays. Sometimes he can be washed quick in this league, man. People get washed quick. Yeah, they, they yeah exactly they do get washed quickly, but it's also. The way he, the kind of player he is, is not really in fashion. Like to, like a big man who can the shoot. The big man is yeah, really, it's out of fashion. The big man who can shoot is what is really in fashion. Like it's what's really in, in trend. On top of that, the way he plays as well, he's a menace. Like he's annoying. He's in your face. He's and unless you're Pat Bev, you don't really get rewarded with that. Hey, hey, that he's calling you. He don't he do is, nothing. He's just running around looking. Yeah, busy. exactly. No, but he gets under people's skin, and them kind of players don't really exist anymore. I, I'm sorry, but the um, league is. I, I would say, do, especially in the big men, good. you know. The big men, no, oh, definitely not. Say don't exist oh, in the pitch. I was going to say the league, league is, soft. is soft, but I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to go that far. Nah, I think, nah, I, I get you. Obviously, there's players that get under your skin and whatnot, but I think you need to add some sort of production with that because you can't be there. It does have that. Yeah, it's true. Because you can, you can stink regardless and you just piss people off. That don't mean nothing. So For I, me, though, yeah. what, what I will say is, I think I don't take stock in the fact that they win a chip. Well, I mean, I do for some people, but I think... I, I take stock in how well a player plays. So how, so like for me, players like a, a Jimmy Butler, players like a Jamal Murray, players like a Jokic, who I always rated. But these guys, I'm looking at them, I'm like, yo, you're the real deal. Because at, at the best versus best, this is like, this is creme de la creme of, of basketball. This is everything it is. You've shown up and you played beyond your regular season ability. 
you've you've gone up in my ratings. If you can do it at the highest of heights, at the highest of difficulty, then what's the regular season to you? I don't really care if you average twenty points. If I know you're gonna come in the come in the in the playoffs and be the difference maker in these in these tight series. If I know you're gonna if you're gonna wash out the champions elect the Clippers like just like that, then you're you're going up in my ratings for me. Like if you're if you're dropping forty point triple doubles, being the only person to actually get a dub doing it, Jimmy Butler, you're going up in my ratings kind of thing. So I think that I take stock in people actually playing well, playing beyond their ability in, in the playoffs. Okay, Lakers fans, Kay and Mina. So, um, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> hey wait, wait, you know what? Why did I host this part? This is ridiculous. <laughs> Kay, Kay, Kay and Mina. So, they're calling it your 17th chip. Uh, five of these chips came in Minneapolis. So, is this your 12th chip or is this your 17th chip? Because, let's say, for example, um, uh, Seattle Supersonics had two titles. We wouldn't then be OKC saying OKC have two titles, would we? We'd say they have none. So can you guys explain to me this whole 12, 17 thing? What, what's going on there? You know, it's really... earlier, it's, I'm sorry, I'm just going to say one thing. Yeah, It's only an issue because it's the Lakers. If this was any other team, it would not be a problem. You know, listen, I don't let me think it would be a problem. It's because the Boston fans <laughs> don't well, want I don't know why it's come out now of all times, you know. No, no, it's guys. It's because we've matched the Guys, guys. Yeah, that's why it's Guys, 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 guys. Come on. Um, just answer my question. Let's forget about <laughs> what, what? Arsenal. Listen, hear this. Listen, if we, if we take it to another sport, Arsenal are based in Woolwich, but now they're not. So it happens. Yeah, and that, yeah, listen, yeah, we're, we're, talking, no we're talking NBA. You move franchise. You move your franchise. You the same take, team. Huh? You move your same team. But you win the first titles were won for the city of Minneapolis. That's none of my business. The, the, so I'm, asking, the I'm just asking you the city guys. Of Minneapolis, but it was the Minneapolis, Minneapolis Lakers. Lakers. Yeah, yeah. So a Lakers championship. <laughs> Lakers championship, yeah. That, that, those uh, are they could have cool. won it in Africa. I'll still call yeah, it. Lakers it's, if it's Lakers, it's Lakers. You know what? I don't even know why I asked you to. Let me ask. <laughs> let me ask Harold. Harold, you don't know enough about Minneapolis. You weren't outside then. <laughs> why would you, why would you come to me? Why would you come to me? I, I, I want to. Obviously, these seventeen chips mean they're separate from LeBron. LeBron won his chip with the Lakers, isn't it? Oh, okay, so, okay. My, I get my you. Is that that is irrelevant to you? It's, oh, it okay. has no impact on LeBron. Therefore, well, you can be impartial. So, if a team, if a team wins. Five titles in one city, relocate. Yeah, they kept the name, but they've relocated. They're a new franchise, yeah? Do you add both titles one in both locations, or is it just the 12-1 as the Los Angeles Lakers? If you, you keep on, I'll take your stuff with you. you. Yeah, I mean, look, you, you keep saying that I'm this, uh, this Bron connoisseur, which I am. And uh, I also I'm, mentioned I'm, something I'm, else. Um, they keep calling um, Rondo the... Um, First player to win a, a chip with the the Lakers and the um, Celtics. The Celtics, but there was a player who played for Minneapolis who also then won a title with the Celtics. So if Rondo's the first player to win it as a Laker and Celtic, how can the Lakers also have seventeen chips if they're se- take that up with so, the analysts in America? You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I, 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 I want to take that up I'm not the I'm one tweeting. You're bringing something <laughs> that created. I didn't make these problems. Like me, I know what I am and I'm not a liar. So if these ESPN I want to create narratives, it's like when they said someone ain't scored for like four years but for Messi. That's because you're not playing in four years. That's none of my business. <laughs> That's none of my business, man. Like they, they can tweet what they want, all right? All I know is if you move house, you don't just leave your kids behind and not take, take them with you. <laughs> Listen, yeah, literally, kids are ours. Look, and the look, only reason people also, are mad here is because we've matched the Celtics. 
the darling. Yeah, that's, of the yeah, that, that is why. Also, also number 12, number 13, 14 with Kobe and Shaq. Nobody was saying, hey, what about Minneapolis, man? No, no but, but you know, do you know what though? Also, on that analogy of moving house, sometimes you eat in at Nando's, but sometimes you, you order a takeaway. It's still Nando's, baby. Look, it doesn't matter where you take it. It's still Nando's. The Lakers can be in Minneapolis. The Lakers can be in my house. They're still the Lakers, baby. That's what <laughs> we are what we are. And what we are is champions right now. So, <laughs> 17. Also, That's also, fine. I just wanted to check. You guys have made it clear for me. 17 chips. I won't ask again in it. I just wanted to make that <laughs> just, just so you were aware. Um, and on a more somber note, just because his name's come up so much, let's talk about Kobe a bit. Um... It was the game five. They changed to the Mamba jerseys. Like I said on Sunday's pod, that never did quite sit well with me because it kind of made a, a theatre and a show of it. And obviously up until then, they hadn't lost. But knowing the Heat, I always had a feeling they would probably win that game. And probably seeing them change to the Mamba jerseys was even more of an incentive. Um, but now they've won. He died in January, which it feels like it was two, three years ago at this point. But... Um, Everybody kind of mentioned him in a in their in their speech. Um, what does it mean? What does it mean to you guys in terms of his legacy that they were that they were able to win it this year? Does it mean anything? How do you feel about how much his name is mentioned? Is it good? Is it bad? Yeah, I just wanted to get you guys' thoughts. See, I'm in two minds. So at first, it does get a bit like a caricature that his name is mentioned so much. Like obviously, it's very sad that he passed. Of course, that he is very much what Laker basketball is. Of course. But of course, people are always going to capitalize on it. That story is always going to start with, oh, this is Kobe's year, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Which at one half of it, that is. But at the same time, like AD and stuff was saying before all this happened, before obviously he sadly passed, he was always at the games, speaking to AD and LeBron, telling them, this is your time. This is your year. Speaking to Genie and everyone, just letting them know, like, don't worry, guys, you've got this this year. So obviously to come full circle and actually win it all and him not being, obviously it's all not bittersweet, but it does feel... Very surreal because he was very much epitomised through this team. It was that hard work by any means necessary. We're going to win. We're built different, as LeBron would say. And that was seen throughout the year. So, obviously, it's great that we've won. And I'm sure the Lakers would probably do something with his family as well because it does mean a lot to them. And he was just such a massive part. But half of me also feels like like we, it happened. We're aware. But we shouldn't, it shouldn't be the first thing always mentioned because at the end of the day, it does somehow take the shine of what the players there actually did. And to create this media narrative and storm, like, oh my God, they did this for Kobe. Like, if we, let's be honest, they did this for themselves. And unfortunately, Kobe passed. So that's obviously extra, starting to spurn them on a bit more. But at the same time, like, this is going to happen with him or without him, if you know what I mean. Yeah, you know what? But before I let Mina have the, the, last, the last word fittingly, I just wanted to say that. I do want to mention the fact that they did use the black jerseys. I think the intention there was, a, was of a pure one. Um, the actual application of it, perhaps sl- slightly less. I think it did make it look more of like a song and dance. And it did undermine the Miami Heat, even with AD's like gold trainers that he was wearing. I think it was Jordan Free. Red and white the next game. I swear they were, I swear yeah. they were Kobe's. They, they were gold. Were they, they were Kobe's. Oh, okay. okay. Kobe's. Sorry. Um, so yeah, he was, he was wearing some gold crepes, basically. And it, it just it looked more of like a celebration before the game had even like been one kind of thing. I think that was a bit distasteful if you're, if you're a Miami Heat player or fan. Um, but just, I think it can come across as like a caricature, as Kay was saying, only because of the number of new like media outlets we have. So after game, after game two, AD came out, was walking towards the, the dressing room and was like, game, uh, job's not done, job's not done. 
or job's not finished. Obviously, referencing um, Kobe's Kobe's interview, and I think that can look a bit like, okay, guys, like this is a bit much. Like you're you're overdoing it. But I think we are plagued with so many outlets that show us so many clips. It's a bit like it's never ending. I do feel like there is a genuine sense of pride in them competing for Kobe Bryant. I do genuinely feel like they they feel that weight. Um, especially the two big players in, in, in the team, plus the coaching staff. Um, I genuinely feel like they're like, you know what, okay, this actually was for you, despite how everyone else feels. But I think ultimately it comes down to how much of a cynic you are in, in general. I would like to assume, I, it would be incredibly tough for me to accept that people are just doing this just for the, just for the sake of it and just to, just to somehow show, make it come across as like a song of dance. I like to think it's genuinely pure because... Even even people who don't know much about about basketball, like my mum, she would message she messaged me about his passing. So it shows like the kind of effect they had over the entire over the entire world, even even outside of basketball. Uh, and yeah, I'd like you to have the final word, Mina, with with the Kobe jerseys in the background. Obviously, he, he means a lot to you. Yeah, no, I'm I'm oh man, I remember the day that he he died. I was out. I remember with my friends and my sister called me, and we had a running joke in my house that Kobe was my dad. Because I used to talk about him nonstop, and I was the only NBA fan in my house. And my sister called me and said, "Did your dad die?" And I genuinely thought she was talking about my real dad. And I was like, "Did our dad die?" And she was like, "No, I checked the news." So as soon as I did that, I remember opening Twitter because to me, Twitter is my news. And I just saw TMZ, and I was like, "Nah, this can't. This is not real." And then people started calling me as if my friend had died, saying, "Oh, Mina, are you alright?" Like, are you okay? People are actually checking in on me. And I think with the whole, what Harold said about having a lot of media outlets that are kind of showing us the same thing over and over again, we might feel like it was a song and dance, but I generally don't think that there's a better way to end the season than in tribute of what the Lakers have established in terms of, because you have to see it, AD, LeBron, when they were playing in Staples Centre before the bubble, they're looking up and seeing those two jerseys in the rafters. What better way to, to pay tribute to those two jerseys and all the other jerseys that have come before that are retired than to put a banner up there next to it. So I don't, and bear in mind, you know, Anthony Davis, he, he had a close relationship with Kobe Bryant. LeBron James had a closer relationship. A lot of the people in the team grew up watching Kobe in the league. So I don't think it's... He was their guy. He was for a lot of he people. Was, he, he, was, he, he was their was, Jordan. Was, he exactly. Was their Jordan. He was their Jordan. So it's not far-fetched to say that they did it for Kobe. I think they did it in memory of Kobe because of everything that Kobe stood for and everything that kind of Kobe left out on the court. He left his heart and everything when he, he played in the court. But I also think that they also did it for themselves. I think that they had a they had something to prove. LeBron had something to prove, as much as some people don't want to say it, but I think he had, he had something to prove. Um, coming to LA, you know, missing the playoffs last season, promising a championship. But I personally don't think that there was a better way for them to finish the season, not just winning the championship, but winning it in honour of Kobe in the season that he died. I generally don't think that there's any, there's no better love story to me than that. Yeah, I don't think anybody needs to add anything more to that. You couldn't have really put it any better than that, Mina. So, um, thank you. Hear the emotion in your voice as well. means a lot. Kobe was my guy, man. I remember staying up when I still had the energy to to watch his series against um, the Celtics, all, all three of them. So, yeah, I know exactly where you're coming from. So, um it wasn't quite a shameful podcast, actually. You guys had some decorum. I think it was Mina and Kay that kept Harold grounded, really, because they've had to grind. They've had to grind for this title. They've, they've seen a lot. Oui, Harold, oui, oui. Harold, I, I'm speaking you, French. Harold, you're just running around 
winning titles left, 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 right, and center. So, uh, final Har- question. Harold is the British Shannon Sharp, I swear. He's the <laughs> <Shannon> <laughs> <Sharp>. Basically, it <laughs> is a great pod title. Thank you very much, Rita. All, all, all you need is a, 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 a glass of hot. <laughs> don't worry, guys. Listen, it's coming. Cigars, a baby goat, everything's coming. Don't worry. To quote, to quote Carl Kuzma, I'm just so drunk right now. I don't even know how to act. <laughs> All-time great quote. Oh, that is an all-time great quote, a lot quote, of champagne for that two glasses. Yeah, that's, that, that's some great great stories in that Laker roster. So, so final question for each of you. Um, two more years left uh, on LeBron's contract. Uh, do you win another title? Three P. Yes or no? Three P. Come on. Mina, yes or no? Do you yes. win another title? Yeah. Uh, Kay, yes or no? Yes. Um, Harold, yes or no? No devices, man. Come on, man. Yes, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, you, you couldn't bet against him, especially if they're able to make a couple of uh, improvements on some players in, in the roster. And as we've already been talking about the off-season, um, definitely think that uh, LA will be a spot for, for players to go to because you know that if, if you, you have LeBron, chances are you're, you're going to the finals and you've got an opportunity to win it all. So, um, yeah, can't wait for next season, to be honest, but we'll have more on that over the next few weeks. I want to thank all three of you for your time this uh, evening and go Minneapolis Lakers wow, <laughs> wow. unbelievable wow. haters wow. gonna hate on that note <laughs>